Chris, the Dating Doc here, Surviving Snowpocalypse 2021. This entire podcast episode is about chaos theory, aka the butterfly effect, and how it relates to dating. Stay tuned. So chaos theory, aka the butterfly effect, it's an underlying principle of chaos, and it describes how a small change in one state of a deterministic non-linear system can result in large differences in a later state, meaning that there is sensitive dependence on initial conditions. So a metaphor of this is a butterfly flapping its wings in Texas can cause a hurricane in China. Sounds maybe outlandish, but you see this a lot used in such things as meteorology, anthropology, sociology, physics, environmental science, computer science, engineering, economics, biology, ecology, pandemic crisis management, philosophy and dating, etc., etc. Basically, one small change at the beginning could totally change the whole game of your life if you're using the context of, of life. Let's say there's there's twins, right? Let's, let's pretend for a second. I'm gonna go sci-fi here for a second. Let's pretend that twins are living in the same body, right? It's actually one person. And that person starts taking a couple steps to the right and a couple steps to the left, a couple steps to the right. And then all of a sudden, their little clone that's stepping out of them is taking just tiny steps a little bit to the right, just one or two degrees a little bit to the right. And the original clone is walking in just a tad bit to the left, right, of the other person, the other clone. Stay with me here. (laughs) And after a while, they're going to end up in two totally different places. Now, if you look at that more in the microcosm of someone's life, twins, let's look at twins per se, period, is because one got adopted into one family and another twin got adopted into another family, if they're both orphans, one became entrusted with a an investment account while the other became a dissolute just because of the small changes. It's interesting uh, about chaos theory and butterfly effect because my first exposure to it was an Ashton Kutcher movie, Kutcher Kutcher movie that um, talked about the butterfly effect. It was actually entitled The Butterfly Effect. And I really liked that. I was going through a bad breakup at that time. I remember that I could relate to the movie because of the small changes that led to me even meeting this person and how the breakup especially now looking back on it, led me down a path of self-reflection, self-growth, self-development, and almost like a phoenix rising through the ashes and how I became a much stronger person because of that breakup than if I was in a steady state of not even ever meeting this woman. It led me to martial arts. It led me to public speaking. It led me to writing better and so on and so on. So chaos theory, also known as deterministic chaos or simply chaos. Another way that I like this is Edward Lawrence explains chaos as when the present determines the future, but the approximate present does not approximately determine the future. 
you see this with weather and climate, right? You, you watch you watch the news and you're trying to get the climate, you're trying to get the weather uh, going, and you find out, okay, it's supposed to be sunny tomorrow, and then all of a sudden it just starts raining. You're like, well, how could this be? What they have found, what meteorologists actually do, they're able to get a more historical analysis of what the weather is going to be like based on what it was a year ago, more so than what they expect it to be more than a week, uh, more than from a week, right? So for example, if you're trying to predict the weather uh, 10 days from now, you have more of a chance to look back at whatever 10 days from now is last year as a predictor, then you do saying, okay, let's look at the current pattern now and try to make a somewhat predictable um, uh, forecast. It, it just, it, it's, you're more likely to have a better predictor from last year's, which is interesting, right? After eight days, you're not gonna have an accurate reading. Um, now, what's, what's interesting about chaos, it's just that you cannot determine that pattern Okay, the, the constant feedback loops, repetition, self-similarity, fractals, and self-organization. It's just, you, you, cannot, you cannot totally measure it. And after a while, if you can't measure it, then yes, that, that becomes chaotic. And it's almost like our life, right? You can't predict what's going to happen if we date this person or what's going to happen if we try this app or if we don't try this app, where's it going to lead me? Um, one more last thing, just explain kind of more the, the science behind um, uh, chaos theory or butterfly effect is this animation I'm looking at right now, which is the double rod pendulum. It shows chaotic behavior, right? Uh, it's a double rod pendulum. And if you, if you need an image of it, DM me on Instagram, the dating doc. But it's a pendulum starting from a slightly different initial condition which would result in a vastly different trajectory. It's one of the easiest ways to, to depict dynamical systems with chaotic solutions. And you can even do this, for example, there, there's ways where you can, you can simulate this. You can look at a double rod pendulum almost being like one of those wind chimes that are just moving around and dangling around, right? All over the place you will have no idea where it's going to go. So that's what chaos theory is, is in a very layman's term. Uh, we're going to go a little bit more into in this next session. Stay tuned. So chaos theory, aka the butterfly effect, it's an underlying principle of chaos, and it describes how a small change in one state of a deterministic nonlinear system can result in large differences in a later state, meaning that there is sensitive dependence on initial conditions. So a metaphor of this is a butterfly flapping its wings in Texas can cause a hurricane in China sounds maybe outlandish but you see this a lot used in such things as meteorology anthropology sociology physics environmental science computer science engineering economics biology ecology pandemic crisis management philosophy and dating etc etc basically 
one small change at the beginning could totally change the whole game of your life if you're using the context of of life let's say there's there's twins right let's let's pretend for a second i'm gonna go sci-fi here for a second let's pretend that twins are living in the same body right it's actually one person and that person starts taking a couple steps to the right and a couple steps to the left a couple steps to the right and all of a sudden their little clone that's stepping out of them is taking just tiny steps a little bit to the right just one or two degrees a little bit to the right and the original clone is walking in just a tad bit to the left right of the other person the other clone stay with me here <laughs> and after a while they're going to end up in two totally different places now if you look at that more in the microcosm of someone's life twins let's look at twins per se period is because one got adopted into one family and another twin got adopted into another family if they're both orphans one became entrusted with a an investment account while the other became a dissolute just because of the small changes. It's interesting uh, about Chaos Theory and Butterfly Effect because my first exposure to it was an Ashton Kutcher movie, Kutcher Kutcher movie that um, talked about the Butterfly Effect. It was actually entitled The Butterfly Effect and I really liked that. I was going through a bad breakup at that time. I remember that I could relate to the movie because of the small changes that led to me even meeting this person and how the breakup especially now looking back on it, led me down a path of self-reflection, self-growth, self-development, and almost like a phoenix rising through the ashes and how I became a much stronger person because of that breakup than if I was in a steady state of not even ever meeting this woman. It led me to martial arts. It led me to public speaking. It led me to writing better and so on and so on. So chaos theory also known as deterministic chaos or simply chaos. Another way that I like this is Edward Lawrence explains chaos is when the present determines the future, but the approximate present does not approximately determine the future. You see this with weather and climate, right? You, you, watch, you watch the news and you're trying to get the climate. You're trying to get the weather uh, going and you find out, okay, it's supposed to be sunny tomorrow. And then all of a sudden it just starts raining. You're like, well, how could this be? What they have found, what meteorologists actually do, they're able to get a more historical analysis of what the weather's going to be like based on what it was a year ago, more so than what they expect it to be more than a week, uh, more than from a week, right? So for example, if you're trying to predict the weather uh, 10 days from now, you have more of a chance to look back at whatever 10 days from now is last year as a predictor than you do saying, okay, let's look at the current pattern now and try to make a somewhat predictable uh, uh, forecast. It, it just, it, it's, you're more likely to have a better predictor from last year's, which is interesting, right? After eight days, you're not going to have an accurate reading. Um, now, what's, what's interesting about chaos, it's just that you cannot determine that pattern. 
Okay, the, the constant feedback loops, repetition, self-similarity, fractals, and self-organization. It's just, you, you, cannot, you cannot totally measure it. And after a while, if you can't measure it, then yes, that, that becomes chaotic. And it's almost like our life, right? You can't predict what's going to happen if we date this person or what's going to happen if we try this app or if we don't try this app, where's it going to lead me? Uh, one more last thing, just explain kind of more the, the science behind um, uh, chaos theory or butterfly effect is this animation I'm looking at right now, which is the double rod pendulum. It shows a chaotic behavior, right? Uh, it's a double rod pendulum. And if you, if you need an image of it, DM me on Instagram, the dating doc. But it's a pendulum starting from a slightly different initial condition which would result in a vastly different trajectory. It's one of the easiest ways to, to depict dynamical systems with chaotic solutions. And you can even do this, for example, there, there's ways where you can, you can simulate this. You can look at a double rod pendulum almost being like one of those wind chimes that are just moving around and dangling around, right? All over the place you will have no idea where it's going to go. So that's what chaos theory is, is in a very layman's term. Uh, we're going to go a little bit more into in this next session. Stay tuned. Why is this important in dating? Why are we talking about chaos theory? This sounds a little too scientific. What's going on? A little too formal. Here's the deal. All right. Sometimes when it comes to dating relationships, you can't tell the difference between pure randomness and orderly patterns that are cloaked in chaos. And this is where self-management, self-accountability, self-awareness take precedence, right? You have to be able to tell yourself, okay, I continue to put myself into these scenarios that feel chaotic, but when you look back on it, you're like, wait a minute, I've done X plus Y plus Z equals chaos. So there's a pattern there, right? Take, for example, if you continue to be in toxic relationships, let's say that you are the cause where you add to the toxic relationship. You're both a victim and you're the perpetrator, right? Let's say that when it comes to healthy communication, instead of talking things out, you decide to get very passive aggressive or you get loud and you break things. But again, you think, oh, well, that's chaotic, right? And that's that's fun because it's chaotic. No, it's a pattern. It's a pattern of behavior that will lead to the same result, even if it seems chaotic. This is different from pure randomness. Pure randomness could be you are at a coffee shop and someone buys you a drink buys you coffee, turn around, you're like, whoa, it's a good looking person here. Didn't predict that. That wasn't a, a pattern, especially if you're going to the coffee shop on an outlier time, a time that wasn't your pre-designated time. Let's say you normally go to the coffee shop at eight in the morning, first thing before work, and maybe in the afternoon. And all of a sudden you decide to just get something during the middle of the day at a coffee shop you normally don't go to and then bam that's chaos that turns into beauty which is funny because the butterfly effect the reason it's called the butterfly effect is all those chaotic irregularities um, are measured and depicted in a way that resembles the wings or looks like a butterfly so i thought that was kind of cool but going back to this is 
small scale chaos can then be in a way turned into patterns. If you start looking at things in your life in a more cognizant way, a more mindful way, this is why I really promote meditation and mindfulness because you're almost rehearsing what is that future going to look like? What are the patterns that I've done in my past that will determine my present state and the future? And it's that's why it's interesting because you want to look at you want to look at chaos theory and butterfly effect from two ways. First, you need to know that there is beauty in chaos. You will you will go through heartaches, you'll go through the beauty of meeting someone that you didn't expect. You will have epiphanies that you did not expect at all that seem like interconnected patterns, but in a way just kind of hit you, right? That's what the beauty of epiphanies. And at the same time, you have to look at it the other way where you can define what you first what you first assumed were chaotic actions that that were unpredictable and you actually start building system around them. You're able to see, wait a minute. Wow. The whole time this has been under my nose, I continue to be part of this orderly pattern, whether it's healthy or toxic. And, and that's why it's interesting to study that. And thirdly, which I, I almost failed to mention, and this is the backbone of the butterfly effect, which is a subset of chaos theory, is small little changes in your life could lead to something big. You start that one job that you thought was going to be toxic. And then that job is what led you to meet your manager. And your manager, as toxic as he or she was, is what led you to go to this one bar that was your place for happy hour. And then you find out that the bartender's cousin has a crush on you, has been checking you out. If it wasn't, for you taking that one job that you thought you know might have been a little bit of toxic everyone else you got along with except for the manager the manager ends up being toxic and there's a reason you go to the bar and the bartender who you start a conversation with is the reason that that opened up the introduction between the bartender's cousin and you all thanks to that toxic boss that toxic manager that's a good example right there right of, of looking at that pattern and not only looking at a pattern, but identifying that one little pivot point, that one reason for that change. I'll give you one example that I think is very beautiful. But first, let's take a little break. Stay tuned. You got to hear the story. Why is this important in dating? Why are we talking about chaos theory? This sounds a little too scientific. What's going on? A little too formal. Here's the deal. All right. Sometimes when it comes to dating relationships, you can't tell the difference between pure randomness and orderly patterns that are cloaked in chaos. And this is where self-management, self-accountability, self-awareness take precedence, right? You have to be able to tell yourself, okay, I continue to put myself into these scenarios that feel chaotic, but when you look back on it, you're like, wait a minute, I've done X plus Y plus Z equals chaos. So there's a pattern there, right? Take, for example, if you continue to be in toxic relationships, let's say that you are the cause 
Well, you add to the toxic relationship. You're both a victim and you're the perpetrator, right? Let's say that when it comes to healthy communication, instead of talking things out, you decide to get very passive aggressive or you get loud and you break things. But again, you think, oh, well, that's chaotic, right? And that's that's fun because it's chaotic. No, it's a pattern. It's a pattern of behavior that will lead to the same result, even if it seems chaotic. This is different from pure randomness. Pure randomness could be you are at a coffee shop and someone buys you a drink, buys you coffee, turn around, you're like, whoa, it's a good looking person here. Didn't predict that. That wasn't a, a pattern, especially if you're going to the coffee shop on an outlier time, a time that wasn't your pre-designated time. Let's say you normally go to the coffee shop at eight in the morning, first thing before work, and maybe in the afternoon. And all of a sudden you decide to just get something during the middle of the day at a coffee shop you normally don't go to, and then bam, that's chaos that turns into beauty. Which is funny because the butterfly effect, the reason it's called the butterfly effect is all those chaotic irregularities um, are measured and depicted in a way that resembles the wings or looks like a butterfly. So I thought that was kind of cool. But going back to this is small scale chaos can then be in a way turned into patterns. If you start looking at things in your life in a more cognizant way, a more mindful way. This is why I really promote meditation and mindfulness because you're almost rehearsing what is that future going to look like? What are the patterns that I've done in my past that will determine my present state and the future? And it's that's why it's interesting because you want to look at you want to look at chaos theory and butterfly effect from two ways. First, you need to know that there is beauty in chaos. You will you will go through heartaches. You'll go through the beauty of meeting someone that you didn't expect. You will have epiphanies that you did not expect at all that seem like interconnected patterns, but in a way just kind of hit you, right? That's what the beauty of epiphanies. And at the same time, you have to look at it the other way where you can define what you first, what you first assumed were chaotic actions that, that were unpredictable. And you actually start building system around them. You're able to see, wait a minute. Wow. The whole time this has been under my nose, I continue to be part of this orderly pattern, whether it's healthy or toxic. And and that's why it's interesting to study that. And thirdly, which I, I almost failed to mention, and this is the backbone of the butterfly effect, which is a subset of chaos theory, is small little changes in your life could lead to something big. You start that one job that you thought was going to be toxic. And then that job is what led you to meet your manager. And your manager, as toxic as he or she was, is what led you to go to this one bar that was your place for happy hour. And then you find out that the bartender's cousin has a crush on you, has been checking you out. If it wasn't for you taking that one job that you thought, you know, might have been a little bit of toxic, everyone else you got along with, except for the manager, the manager ends up being toxic. And there's a reason you go to the bar and the bartender who you start a conversation with is the reason that that opened up the introduction between the bartender's cousin and you. 
all thanks to that toxic boss, that toxic manager. That's a good example right there, right, of, of looking at that pattern. And not only looking at that pattern, but identifying that one little pivot point, that one reason for that change. I'll give you one example that I think is very beautiful. But first, let's take a little break. Stay tuned. You got to hear the story. So I want to take a moment and say, I normally have a very much a disdain for being felt like I'm being sold to, but I'm also very passionate about what I do. And I, I want you to hear me out. So as a dating doc, I am a dating coach. I'm a dating strategist. And one thing that I enjoy, which relates to this podcast episode, is identifying patterns in your life and how you can better and in a more healthy way manage your dating journey. Such things as optimizing your profile, defining your attachment style, wondering what are toxic behaviors you've either accepted or have done yourself, how to respect your boundaries, and how to alter the state of your mindset to where you have a new framework when it comes to your dating life. And again, I'm very passionate about this, but even more importantly, through that passion, it shaped me into being very competent at what I do. So if you've ever considered hiring a dating coach and you, you have no idea what it's all about, you might be a little bit nervous or you have some sort of questions about it, do not hesitate to contact me. There's two ways you can do it. You can either send me an Instagram, The Dating Doc. Again, The Dating Doc, just like the title of this podcast. Or you can email me directly at admin at thedatingdoc.com. Again, that's admin at thedatingdoc.com. I would love to hear more from my listeners and hopefully we can work together in the future. Thanks.